Uh, now I guess we're going to do our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. So Wes, what you got for your honorables? I'm going to start with just an album since I I, I misunderstood the assignment. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I just have to talk about this album because this was the one I was going to start with earlier that we're going to cut out. But the first compact disc I owned and there's a meme about this album now that's like something on the fact of like why does it ha- why'd they have to go so hard on this album and it's the Tarzan soundtrack I'm Phil Collins oh, nice. so good came out in the late 90s Dude, my wife, it was 99 my wife is still 90 to this I had never even heard it in my brain it was like 95 or so 96 that this movie even came out yeah. I remember watching it as a kid but like when I listened to that record first of all the songs are amazing You'll Be In My Heart I don't oh. th- is that the song title like yeah. yeah. title Keep changing the course. <laughs> Who does that? It's like one of the best written songs ever. Yeah. Phil Collins. Does that. Uh, and listen, if I listen back to it, I'm like transported to like '99, and like I'm like in my bed playing Pokemon <laughs> Yellow on my color Game Boy and listening <laughs> with my CD player wow. and my headset on, listening yeah. to that record, yeah. Yeah. just wearing her out. Yeah, man. Man. Nice. <laughs> That's dumb. That was so dumb. No, it wasn't. But to the left of us, to the right of you, oh. is a human being. Yep. <laughs> we would like to welcome in all of his glory to the Torque Ethics Show, Mr. Weston T. Hine. What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Happy to be here. Welcome to the uh, infamous show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Cooley had no idea you were here until I introduced you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty clueless. Anyway. Surprise guest. Yeah. Well... I would like to welcome everyone to the Torque Ethics Show. My name is JT. This is Cooley. Hey, everybody. And also, we like to call you Wes because Wes. it's a little bit easier. Yep. But this yep. is Weston T. Hine, a singer, a songwriter, mm-hmm. a husband, and a new dad, right? Brand new dad. Six months in. Oh, my gosh. Is it, is it going at all how you expected? Or is it? It is uh, not how I expected, but I would say uh, better than I expected. Wow. Uh, Not necessarily in my performance as a dad, but just how amazing it is. It's life-changing, man. In the best way. It's cool. Awesome. And you're, I mean, relatively new husband too, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we waited about, it was two months. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to so, tell him that his whole life. I'm going to say, hey, man, you 
you were a surprise baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you robbed us of our first year of marriage. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're kind of in the, the opposite boat. I've uh next week, actually Cinco de Mayo is our five year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And we ha- we do not have a kid. We want one, but it's interesting because we have had a lot of time with each other. And yeah. I'm, you know, kind of interested to know like how different that would be. Or, yeah. or yeah. because I've also heard that having a kid is quite literally the best thing in your life. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, it's part of me that wishes we would have started trying early, but yeah. We've also had a lot of fun. I think we're both uh, a little bit, um, I guess there's a, a little bit of sorrow that we didn't get that like first year being married. Yeah. But it really is like after the shock wears off, I think it's the way that it works. It's a slow build. You have the nine months to really think about it and you go through these phases. And then by the time they come, you're like, you've thought about it so much. You're so ready for it. Yeah. And then when they're actually there, it's like this, oh my gosh, like you're just elated, you know, like we created this thing. So there's a lot of, but there, there is, man, I was to be fully frank, like the first 24 hours, I was not a supportive husband. <laughs> I think I said something along the lines of my life is over. <laughs> yeah. But I bet it was different for you because you're like yeah. doing your artist thing and touring and you're, you're probably like, how does a kid fit into this? That was all of the fears and the insecurities was around that. Like, am I going to have to give up this thing that yeah. I've worked so hard for that I still feel like I want to do so much more in yeah um but if anything man it it weirdly you figure it out and it it weirdly focuses you i i've heard other people say that and i I definitely feel that that it's like it just helps you to prioritize more Mm -hmm. you know because you have a little less time so you have to kind of really hunker down i mean i wasted so much time in my life <laughs> I, think, I think we all have yeah i know think I of have. the 20s and like the amount of video games i played in high like i'm like i could be the best guitar player ever if i didn't play <laughs> halo 3 exactly <laughs> and what's your like wife's name uh lily do you think she will listen um yeah probably okay well probably. if you are listening hello lily i was going to say i remember once one instagram story that she's like obsessed with hamilton like singing Hamilton. She loves Hamilton. She and sings it in the shower. My often. wife like does <laughs> nice. the same thing. And really? I'll like catch her singing Hamilton almost like she's hiding it from me. <laughs> and, you know, it's like almost like she's having an affair with this al- album. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, sorry. I was, I, I'm, I'm like, it's fine. You could listen to whatever you want. You <laughs> yeah. Know? And I, I actually watched it on Disney and I, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. We're well, a big history guy. Yeah. I'm a huge history guy, but not, like I, I'm not gonna not in theatrical jam ways. Hamilton in my car, right. but mm. when I watched it, it was like super enjoyable. Yeah. But when you when you posted that story, I was like, dude, I I so can relate to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of all this, I actually have a story that low key led me to my wife, um, and I was gonna tell you before, but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna save it for the podcast. So you're also in a band. Uh, called My Fever. I remember you guys had just moved into town and uh, everyone was talking about this band. And I always just kind of default to, they're probably not that good. Just because, <laughs> I mean, most local bands aren't good. Yeah, I mean, it's true. just the truth. True. They, they get good, but they, whatever. Yeah. And then I heard you guys and I was like, wow, these guys actually are good. Yeah. And uh, somehow, some way, 
I decided to go to the concert y'all did at Boulder Creek, and it, yeah. was, it was outside. But I think you guys, which this is the biggest compliment, I think you guys were much better live than even your studio. And to me, it's like, that's just the dream of a band. It's like you yeah. want, when you see them live, you want it to be different, and hopefully it's better. And you guys had that just classic rock and roll live energy, you know? Mm. And so I was really enjoying it. But next to me was um, Rowan Garman. And at the time, mm. at the time, I want to say it was his fiance, but it could have been his wife, Megan. Mm. I, I just don't know if they were married. Right. And I was talking to her, but I was texting my now wife. But I, I haven't even, I hadn't even like decided to pursue her yet. Uh -huh. Didn't have even asked her out. And Megan was like, again, this is during your show. Sure. She's like, <laughs> who like you seem to be texting someone a lot. I said, Yeah. I said, actually, can I can I get your advice on this? And I think Lexi was there too. Do you remember Lexi? Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to both of them and they're like, I was telling her about this girl, and they're like, She sounds awesome. I was like, Yeah. The problem is, it's like I don't know if I should pursue her because she's she's too young. And the time I was, I think I was 29 and she was 21. And my brother had told me I should just go for it. And I think he's probably the main reason that I decided to go for it. Mm -hmm. um, but before him, I was at the My Fever concert and they were <laughs> like, I think you should just go for it. And so <laughs> it basically, from that concert, I decided to keep texting her and then about a week later, I talked to my brother. My brother's like, dude, how old is she? I was like, 21. He's like, who cares? And that's all he said. Yeah. There was no long speech, but I was like, right. yeah, who cares? Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. And so I ended up two days after that calling her and asking her to coffee, and then we're now married for five years. But I, I love just, that. I'm like, mm -hmm. it kind of like weirdly, I got the validation during your live performance. <laughs> so like, sorry yeah. for not paying attention the whole time. That's why we rock, man. It's is to <laughs> we're like cupids. Four they were cupids on stage, up there. Like, always into his phone. Shooting arrows. He must be texting a girl. <laughs> Let's give him too hard, guys. No, I love that. I love you got some solid advice yeah. at the rock show. Yeah. yeah. It worked out. He wow, had a fever. Awesome. <laughs> the only prescription was Sarah Carter. That's right. That's right. And my fever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you meet Mr. Wes? It was camp, right? I'm trying to remember if there was one meeting before then. There had to have been. I think the because the treehouse was a thing when yeah, we first yeah, yeah. moved That's up. That's probably what it was. And I think I think actually I do remember the first time I went to the treehouse. Mm -hmm. There was a band playing in the living room. I remember I was like, "Wow!" Actually, both I you guys playing. were playing. Oh yeah, yeah we both were playing. you guys were playing. I don't remember if we chatted that night or not, but I remember, I remember you being there. Uh, yeah, I do too. You guys playing, okay. and I remember the blue Epiphone that you played for forever. Yes. Like because seeing it later. Who did you guys think. know there? It was Lee Baker. Oh, okay. Who just knew we were trying to meet mm -hmm. folks, and um, he connected us with um, Katie. Oh, okay. Mm. And it. so we didn't know anybody. We literally walked in. <laughs> oh, okay. That and we just didn't better. know a single person. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. That All makes right. it even better to me, though. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Yeah, I definitely remember you being there. But the first time we... Hung out with them, I think it was at camp. Yeah, and we got to know each other because, like, because I knew obviously I knew who you guys who you guys were. It was you and Blake, and then we rode in your Sprinter van. That's right. Uh, to camp, 
put all our instruments in there and or whatever. Yeah. Then went to camp and just kind of like for the first day, day and a half, we just like, you know, it's very subtle. Just yeah. like, hey, what's up, man? You know the song? Yeah, I know the song. It's cool. And uh worshiped together, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> and then uh at night, we kind of let our guard down and we started watching uh the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, classic movie. And so we were in a room, watching on this little, watching on a laptop because there was no TV yeah. in the rooms or anything. I had never seen it. Oh, that's yeah. right. I had never so seen we started it. watching it. And we were just like, oh man, this is going to be great. And just like, you know, and you know, Big Lebowski is not a movie for everybody. It's not a G rated movie. Sure. To say the least. Yeah. So I was like, so if these guys are down to watch this movie, that's, so they're going to, they're going to be, they're going to be cool. And uh, not really talked to you or Blake and just not like got out in the open. But Nice was there and his wife calls. And so he goes out in the hallway and takes a call. And so he's gone for about five minutes. And then he comes back in. Get the bleep button ready. And you know how Nice, he just like, he's kind of, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know his surroundings sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> And so we're just watching on this little laptop, and it, you can barely hear it. We're all like scrunched up, listening to every word, you know. And he comes in, he's like, "Yeah, my wife called in." You know, like, I know. It. And I interrupt him. And I go, "Jonathan, shut the up." <laughs> and these two, like, especially, especially Blake, loses his mind. He's just like. You know, <laughs> you became best friends with yeah. Blake Town immediately. In yeah, that for moment. sure. Yeah, that, and it was it was like it was an icebreaker. It, yeah, it was, and it, there's usually it's like a slow thing when you just get to know anybody, especially yeah. with musicians. It's like the cool factor, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying to the sniff test. And it's but, the, yeah, and it's pl- plus it's like camp, so it's like you don't want to you don't have friends until Friday, right? You right. know, and then you leave and you never see him again until next year at right, camp. Right, right. So I was just like, so this was like maybe Monday night, Tuesday or something like that. It was early in the week. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to wait till Friday. <laughs> Ask him to the banquet. Yeah. F that noise. Asking him out on the first night. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going all in. I do remember that. That I was fudgy. So, but it was like a and then cool we were icebreaker. Just, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and, and Prisbiz was with us. What's up, Jared? And uh, and then April was singing with us. I remember this story. And so <laughs> Jared decides because we're like talking all you know, kind of bad and stuff, and because we're off campus, yeah, there's no kids around, so we're just like being the guys, being the guys. And April is just like, listen, I grew up around brothers. It's fine. Yeah, it's I can take it. And so Jared, thinking this, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna try. I want to test the waters too. So we get out of the out of the sprinter, and we're all walking to the dorm, and all of a sudden we just hear, "Hey, April!" And we turn around, and Jared's doing, <laughs> he's shooting her bird. <laughs> Doesn't say a word, just shoots at the bird. Wow. There was no buildup either. April no. wasn't doing anything annoying. It nope. was just, oh my god, <laughs> she had, yeah. She if had I no, remember, we correctly. had no idea, yeah, that he was going to do that. So. <laughs> She's like, hey, April. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) So brought to you by Ben Gay. I wanted to tell you something I didn't tell you before. 
So we have a couple sponsors. We do. One of them has not been gay. <laughs> yeah, it's not been gay. One of them is uh, Alex Morrison. Do you know Alex Morrison? I don't know that I do. Yeah, uh, you might have like crossed paths. Okay. And, okay. And, uh, yeah. He is a uh, real estate extraordinaire, but mm-hmm. we typically do this bit called the Alex Files, where he has. We've been doing it for months now. Mm-hmm. He literally just sends us a file. We know nothing about it, so it could be a video that we react to. It could be a song that we react to. It could be a word, like one day it was Costco, and we just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. One day it was the city of Duluth. And so today we're going to do Alex Files, and you can just kind of join in. Sure. W- yeah. Whatever. Um, but today we're going to do that. And we also wrote a theme song because <laughs> this dude, I was trying to come up with a name for this bit because I was like, you know, we don't know what it is. It's a mystery and, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. He just texts back immediately. He was like, what about the Alex Files? But the X is capitalized. And he's, I was like, oh my God, like the X Files. This is brilliant. So it is now time for the Alex Files. The X being capitalized. Oh, kind of like the X Files. No, it's the Alex Files. But the X is capitalized like the X Files. Just a coincidence. Alex Files. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep it just like that. That sounded so authentic. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep it just like that. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. So uh, let me open the Alex file. Okay. Are you ready for it? Oh, it's a digital file. It's a digital file. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like so a cold case file. It's a word this time. Okay. Actually, three words. Okay. The three words are, and it's on brand with our nostalgia, Nick at Night. <laughs> oh, oh. Remember Nick at Night? I do remember Nick at Night. Yeah. I remember. I feel like there's different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's different. Arenas are different time zone or sure. time uh, periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I was watching Nick at Night, it was like All in the Family mm. or the Brady Bunch. Mm. It was stuff my parents watched. Yeah, or yeah. Green Acres. Right, reruns. What What do you recall about it? So I have an interesting take on this, um, I, and I won't have very much to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> my parents were uh, non-cable parents Uh, uh. um until i was like well okay so we got basic cable when i was like maybe seven yeah for then it was like like bunny years oh and so it was like maybe you could get pbs so nick at night for me was like if we stayed up late enough at a friend's house and i got to (laughs) catch it but i will say now as a parent too me and lily talk a lot about this that like I think it had the inverse effect of what my parents were going for. They, yeah, their goal was good that they they wanted us to not be obsessed with TV. But yeah. Yeah. effectively, we would go to our friends' houses, and that's all we wanted to do because they had cable and all these great cartoons and shows that we couldn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> so we would just go over and be glued. Right. So literally, yeah. I mean, I can't even like recall what it would have been, but I pro we probably I knew what it was. We probably watched it some, but yeah, it was. 
Not not on at the high I, house. I think all of my pop culture knowledge of that time period comes from Nick at Night. Like yeah. the Marsha, yeah. Marsha, Marsha. Like I would only oh, know yeah. that because I watched Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch. on Nick at Night or yeah. Green Acres is the place. <laughs> Remember Green Acres, Green? Uh, Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Uh, Those are super old. Yeah. I love Lucy. Now it's like Friends. That okay. should make you feel Yeah, old. yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, I love Lucy was on there. I love Lucy. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I remember all in the family being on there for sure. Yeah, and like married with children, I don't think was on there. That's probably a little. Well, all <laughs> in the family was pretty edgy too, though. Oh, super edgy. I don't it think it would that... not survive. Yeah, I don't think it would survive. I grew up on TV. Like, yeah, I feel like that is mm-hmm. like my part of my identity almost. Yeah, I just know yeah. so much. Dude, well, and I've I've talked about this at length with people that literally like. Not to rag up my parents, but it is a thing too where you would feel almost at a certain point was like, I feel like kids, I can't relate to kids. There's like so much I don't mm-hmm. know. I yeah. literally missed out. And it, even to this day, like if you're playing like heads up or yeah. one of the yeah. culture games and somebody will be like, hey, we're partners. Let's let's do the 90s. Like we'll nail this. Like 90s or yeah. like Nickelodeon will be yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, don't. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, kind of, all the way up to like MTV, like high school and stuff. Like people will be talking about a music video and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And it's sad. It's yeah. sad. It really yeah. is. I'm not going to expose Charlie to that. We're going to, we're going to have a good balance. Let nice. him, let him yeah, do some sure. TV time. Nice. He probably already does too much, but yeah, I, I, think, don't, I don't know if it was dinner time uh, when y'all watch TV, but that's what we did all the time during dinner. Well, we watched during dinner, yeah. Will of Fortune and then Jeopardy. As, like we would watch, oh, really? we would eat during Will yeah. Fortune, and then we would watch Jeopardy yeah. and get none of the questions ever. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I'm older and have read quite a bit, I can I'm starting to get them. But yeah, yeah. as as a family, we used to just get none of them. <laughs> There's something yeah. really endearing about that. Yeah. Just the thought of you sitting. But then when you young get Jeremy, one, you get that one question. Everybody's cheering. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smartest dude in the world. Yeah, we could go on this game show. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I think after that, money. that could be a really funny SNL skit. Is just the family; they're all sitting there, totally tuned in. Every guess is just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry. Right. laughs> it's way off. Yeah, I think I watched during, during or after dinner, and then tons of weekend TV. Oh yeah, like oh my gosh! I but I was on. also I I went out and played a lot too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. my gosh, that's where I on, watched on Saturday before I was into sports. It was Looney Tunes up until noon. Yep. And then noon. Every Saturday. Go outside and play. Yep. Yeah. Totally. That's what my Saturday was. Saturday was. Well, that was the Alex file. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. I forgot that was I'm glad I could contribute a lot. (laughs) It's one of my favorite ones because it was nostalgic. Yeah, for sure. I really like that. So now you are prepared because I texted you beforehand. Mm Mm-hmm. It is time for Rushmore. See if I hit the right button. I did. Rushmore. (laughs) And today's Rushmore is just 90s bands. Mm. Now, because of the fact that I am a rock and roll guy till I die. Mine are all rock bands. So, yeah, they, but they don't yeah. have to be. Like, right. If you want to pick Ace of Bass, just band. Do your thing. Yeah. Like what, what classifies as a band in the 90s? Yeah. It's your top. And the way we do this, I, I know you've listened to some of the Rushmores, but just to recap for new listeners, 
This is made after Mount Rushmore, which means there are four. Mm-hmm. We do it in order, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. I'm good with numbers. Uh, <laughs> solid, solid. <laughs> and we like to start with the guest, except when Nick Hagelin's here. Right. We didn't start with him. He wasn't prepared. We'll, today, we'll start with you, and you'll do your four. All right. And then Cooley will do his four. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do my four, and then we'll go that way. But before mm-hmm. we get to one, we're going to do honorable mentions. Yeah. Are, are you ready, Wes? You I think I'm yours? ready, yeah. Okay, cool. So I've I've decided to shoot from the hip a bit. I kind of have an idea of what I want to do, but I, I just put a bunch down. So on your number four, and by the way, uh, even if it's your number four, it's still on your Mount Rushmore. Sure. So like some people will yeah, be yeah. like, it's your number four? It's like, yeah, but dude, it's on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's in the top. So yeah. Your number four, what you got? My number four, I'm picking here. Hmm. It's hard. Um, mm-hmm. This is going to sound like the exact thing you just described, but I had some criteria as I was listening. And so never mind. Is number four for me, and uh, so Nirvana. Nirvana's never mind. So you're um, doing an album too. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's even more impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it songs? Well, I'm I'm doing bands. Oh, you're doing just, bands. But yeah. I mean, you can also name your favorite album too. I would, I, I totally was thinking albums. The well, whole I think time. you should still do that because it makes it even, <laughs> even cooler. <laughs> it completely switches the thing though. I'll. Uh, well, you know what? They would probably still be a four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Be, for me, because it was one one of the things that one of my criteria was how much did I jam it? So for me, it's like uh, how how great was it? Like how much do I love it? How much uh, hit power does yeah. a record or a band have? But for me, um, I was like late to the Nirvana game, so it came into them later. But yeah, yeah man, when I think of '90s, I mean. I feel like they're easily going to be in everybody's top. They're just I agree. Yeah. monster yeah. riffs. You can go to any guitar shop, like from here to wherever, California. <laughs> Siri kicked in. Siri, Siri's got an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, and you can hear half those songs still being yeah. riffed on. Probably butchered in, a, in a guitar. <laughs> I'd be honest with you, even Nirvana butchered their own riffs, but <laughs> <laughs> I butchered this whole thing. Now I just didn't understand the uh, the project assignment. But no, you got it. <laughs> no, you got it, good. bro. Well, Cooley, what's your number three? Four. What's your number four? <laughs> <laughs> um, Pearl Jam. Mm. Why Pearl Jam? Uh, that sounded like I didn't like your choice. Yes, yeah, exactly. not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um. I definitely liked um, Eddie Vedder, his style, his voice. Yeah, just kind of like it was. It was totally different from what I was, you know, when I was a kid. You know, it was all the hair bands, and if you yeah. sang high, you're the best. You know, but that moment was just like no, um, <laughs> and he was, <laughs> but like uh, even flow, uh, Jeremy, yeah, just. Classic. Such good stuff, man. I used to have a customer that was a huge Pearl Jam fan, and every time I would call him, yeah. every time, instead of saying hello, he would go, Jeremy spoke. <laughs> he never stopped doing it. Exactly. And I, I laughed at it every time. Yeah. But I remember Pearl Jam being a huge uh, thing when I, well, when I was in high school. 
Um, they were just big time, man. They were right up there with uh, Nirvana. So good. So great. Yeah. All right. Nice choice. Great choice. Uh, yeah. Other, it seemed well, like I hated your choice. When I think choice. 90s. <laughs> yeah. Why Pearl Jam? <laughs> <laughs> just when I think 90s, man, they just kind of stick out yeah. to me anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, that's my number four. All right. My number four, uh, it's Nirvana. Yeah, nice. it is. I mean, and I struggle with this with some of my honorable mentions too, like locking in that number four. Yeah. And I know a lot of people will put them at the number one. Right. And I can understand that. But for me, I <clears throat> I love them probably number one in the 90s. But now that I'm out of the 90s, I, yeah. I don't think they're quite my number one um, for a lot of different reasons. But yeah. I think when I just read a book called The 90s, and one of the things that they attributed to the mood and the vibe of the 90s is that Nevermind album. They were like, it was essentially like, kicking down the door and saying this is what the 90s are yeah it's like this is yeah hair metal out <laughs> hair metal's out yep. we don't care like it's not cool to be cool anymore yeah it's like uh and that that album really did that it was it's like the voice for the outcast kind of that correct. album correct you know? yeah it was officially just, it was so different they invented a genre essentially mm. and uh not to mention there's some really good songs on there. Yeah. Like yeah. that that particular album. I don't I'll be honest with you, I don't like any other album they did. I yeah. just don't. But never mind. Yeah. That's 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 some good stuff. Yeah. So I think Nirvana's my number one. That's kind of how I mean, I number was four. Number four. Got it. With Nirvana, the same reason, because I was like, they're when you think of the nineties, you literally think of Nevermind. But they um for me, as far as the amount of time I've spent with them, besides like the hits, you know, like there's a few that I cherry pick off the other albums, but that album particularly, um, you have to put them in there. But for me personally, I was like, I feel like I, I couldn't put them as my number one because I just, yeah. I haven't spent that time with them. Yeah. You know? mm, I got you. Well, now we're at your number three and you can <laughs> yeah. name both if you want still, since you did your research. All or right. If, All right. If, if something changes, you can also just do a different band. But I think I'm going to, I think I'm gonna go with um, the Wallflowers. Oh, one right. headlight. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got into the thousands, so I don't feel like I can put them at like one or two. But they yeah. um, just when when there was a time of all the grunge happening, they were just writing good, feel good like Americana, just yeah, singer songwriter. Sure. It's Bob music. Dylan's son, right? Bob Dylan's son, yeah, yeah. Jacob Dylan, and he. Um, Bring down the horse. I mean, that's the one that has one headlight on it, and yeah. there's like yeah. six so, amazing, great. just heavyweight hits. Yep, on that record great stuff. Well, what's your number? Where are we at now? Three. Ah, uh, da 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 da. Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, uh, I love our list Interstate so Love Song. When I came on the radio, I was just like, Is that the one with the riff, the. And they're. Like the the just the chord structures in their guitar and their music, yeah, so freaking good, man. Yeah, and it's like I've never heard anything quite like this. They're heavy, but they're just like, and then you know the front man, Chris Cornell, uh, Scott, what's his name, <laughs> Chris Cornell, <laughs> Soundgarden. <laughs> I know, I know, I was kidding. Uh, Scott, oh man, he passed away. 
So, yeah, about his, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now too. Um, yeah, it wasn't Scott. Was, was it Scott? Was it Scott Weiland? Scott, Scott Weiland. Thank you. I knew it was Scott something. He Scott. had it. He had it. So anyway, Scott Weiland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his yeah, his voice is just so freaking cool. like <laughs> when I see him like perform on TV, you know, it's just like that's a cool dude. Yeah. I just kind of want to be like him. Yeah. Not in every way. Hmm. Um, but uh, because he died too early. Um, but it's just uh, but like his presence, and then just like the they had so many good songs um uh, in their repertoire. It's just so hmm. good. So I was like, that was my when I think nice. of the nineties, STP baby, nice yeah. choice. Yeah. Well, my number three is a band that I, when I hear this band, I just turn into a different person. Mm. Rage Against the Machine. Oh, man, I don't so know what good. it is about like, like I don't listen to hardly any other music or any other band in that type of uh, riff rock. Yeah. Like something about it, something about the way that they do it. Mm. And maybe it's Tom Morello's riffs. Mm-hmm. But also it's like the the like yelling rapping that, that they would, he was just so angry. Yeah. And like, <laughs> right. I mean, there's a reason I got into pop punk and emo as a kid and it was because like there's so much angst yeah but rage was like hey you you're here i'm about to let me tell you how i really feel and they (laughs) were just ham dude and i'm like every time i hear them i just freak out i just think they're the most rock and roll band ever yeah you're right there you're right in that there's few bands that were able to do that well too like that almost edging on rap rock yeah it's kind of yeah. like a weird. It's like mustard no, in your ice cream or something. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> there was no cheese factor. There was no cheese factor. Like it was no. just. It was. It was straight super cool. Very tasteful. Yeah. Like very cool. Um, I was too young to understand how political the oh yeah the lyrics were or anti political. But um, man, they're awesome. So that's my number three. Yeah. On to number two. Right. What is your number two, Wes? My number two, I'm going to have to pick um, here. I'm going to have to narrow down. I think I'm going to go, can I do a straight tie? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's I technically heard. five. I, I've done it before on on yeah. a shortstop. That's thing. true, yeah. I want to do uh, the Black Crows. Okay. But also because my personal taste, I'm just such a fan, Radiohead. Mm. So when I was looking, when I was thinking it was the albums, I was – Looking at two great albums by them, uh, OK Computer, which everybody mm. hails as like best alternative record yeah. or whatever. Yeah. People are like, that's amazing record. But actually, I think The Bends, which was their second album, if you listened, is like, it's like Radiohead in a vacuum. It's like they had finished their first album, so songs were better, but it was like someone was still telling them, you need to sound like Oasis, but they were Radiohead. Mm. Who who just are so weird? Like sometimes they can be over the top with the keyboards and yeah, stuff. Right. But that record to me, I, I jammed the whole thing straight through <laughs> on the way up here. I was nice. just like, holy <laughs> hell! Awesome. Like these riffs and just so, <laughs> song after song too. Like there's like seven songs on there that I just love. Nice deeply. Yeah. Nice. Um, but then also uh, the other would be uh, the Black Crows, yeah. who Ooh. I just. If I could play, if I could do anything else other than what I'm doing, like my dream gig in another life would be just lead guitar nice. for the Black Crows. Nice. Just All right. sit back there, maybe sing like a background that. vocal. 
and just and play just down. Yeah. Yeah. She talks to twice. <laughs> she talks to angels and that honestly, so good, uh, shake your moneymaker. That record. Oh is, yeah. Yeah. There's like, that was the album I was thinking of. So good. Man. They were still trying to keep the, the, uh, rock and roll alive. Yeah. Know? And oh, I, yeah. I always appreciated that. Yeah. And very Southern and yeah. Georgia boys too. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. yeah. Awesome dude. Uh, All right, Nate. Before my number two, I'm going to go number one. Wait, what? Oh, to <laughs> pee. <laughs> so now He's you have went on. number one. Yes. Uh, you tinkled. Mm-hmm. So now for the Rushmore, let's go back to number two. That's what happens when you're in your 40s, kids. Um, What's your number two? My number two. Please don't go number which two. Which will be later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is is Rage. Oh, nice. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. By the way, what's... um. I should have said this since you've kind of been doing this. Hmm. What album would you pick from Rage? Well, the first I ever heard was Evil Empire. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I remember hearing Snake it. Snake Charmer. <laughs> I remember hearing it at, uh, <laughs> this is going to be funny, but uh, at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the the opening riff off that record. Got people come up. And then when the drums kick and, in right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, a friend of mine <laughs> it's like in the boys' dorm, and a friend of mine was uh, was in like the lower level, and he was playing it on his stereo, and it was like bang, 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 on his CD player, <laughs> and then he stops it, and he's like, and then this dude gets up, he's like, whoever does that again, I'm gonna break your freaking radio, and all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Dude. Dude, but that was my introduction. And then the, the song of all songs. The best octave jam in the entire world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think for me, what is I, this? I, is it Battle of Los Angeles? That, yeah. I think that's probably one of my favorite records. That album, from top to bottom. Yeah. So good. Am I at number two? You're at number two. two. Last one to go. Number two. A little less rock and roll, but something that I wore out. Matchbox Twenty, mm. man. The record—I don't, I don't know what the record's called, but the mm. one with the the dude on the front. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the original, the yeah. uh, the first yeah. one. Oh. Yeah, all the hits. Oh my yeah. gosh! And I—I'll I, say this quickly, but my dad actually stole that record from me, and I for a year <laughs> right. I was like, I thought I lost it. And I got in my car or his truck one day, and he was jamming it. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, you, you bought this? Uh-huh. He's like, no, this is yours. Like, oh, my gosh. So I was like. See, I, I, I thought it was because maybe there was like a curse word on it, but it was because your no, dad was wanted to jam it, jamming it. I actually remember thinking that was super cool because my dad always had like the best taste in music. Yeah. But it was all classic rock. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. If dad likes this, yeah. this is probably mm. really cool, you know? Yeah. Right. But so that's my number two. I, I've always just thought Matchbox 20 had the best songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. But. I do, as you guys know, a lot of gigs. And in Florida, I do a good amount of cover gigs still yeah. to yeah. pay <laughs> pay the bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can still hear You could go up the beach right now and multiple bars are yeah. playing. Matchbox Twenty, yeah, and you're and you're getting it requested every night, and yeah. it's because the songs stand, you know, They're so good, yeah, they great songs, um, well yeah. written, so good. So uh, now I guess we're gonna do our honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll start, I guess, with on- honorable mentions. Open table, around table. So I'll go through them quickly, but Incubus, nice, is one of them. What a cool band. Mine too. 
That's really? A, that's that's an honorable mention for me. Uh, Silver Chair. You remember Silver Chair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into them, but I know, I know yeah. they had some good stuff. Another one that's easy to forget that they were a 90s band is the Foo Fighters. Yeah. yeah. Like, I they were on my as, honorable, yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. Weezer was an honorable mention. Definitely. Oh, nice. Pinkerton. Uh, Green Day, but only one record, Dookie. That's right. <laughs> that album. Yeah. Actually, I had the tape. That, that mess was just, <laughs> nice. oh, I loved it. Yeah. And then finally, from left field, Garth Brooks. Oh, uh, yeah. I got to do it. Yeah, you can't I go out. Hey, do man, it. You gotta, yeah. I got to do it. Can't go out with the 90s without mentioning Garth Brooks. Come on. Uh-huh. So, Wes, what you got for your honorables? So, let me look at the list. So, uh, I'm going to start with just an album since I I, I misunderstood the assignment. Um <laughs> And I, I, I just have to talk about this album because this was the one I was going to start with earlier that we're going to cut out. But the first compact disc I owned, and there's a meme about this album now that's like something on the effect of like, why does it ha- why'd they have to go so hard on this album? And it's the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> still called, <laughs> called. Nice. So good. Came out in the late 90s. Dude, my wife, it was right. 99. My wife is still 90 to this. I had never even heard it. In my brain, it was like 95 or 96 that this movie even came out. I remember watching it as a kid. But like when I listened to that record, first of all, the songs are amazing. You'll Be In My Heart. Is that the song title? Yeah. Keep Changing the Course. (laughs) Who does that? It's like one of the best written songs ever. Phil Collins does that. And if I listen back to it, I'm like transported to like 99 and like I'm like in my bed playing Pokemon Yellow on my <laughs> color Game Boy and listening with my CD player wow. and my headset on listening yeah. to that record yeah. and yeah. just wearing her out. Man. Yeah, man. Nice. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so anyways, Phil Collins indirectly yeah. on the yeah, for sure. soundtrack. Um, I would also put uh, Smashing Pumpkins nice. on mm-hmm. there. Big fan of Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Great album. Yeah. Um, I'd also put... Uh, Tom Petty, we think of him as probably like much older, but Big the time. the Wildflowers album. Time, yeah. Oh, dude. Rick Rubin produced. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. And all the Heartbreakers, except for like the one guy he hated, played yeah. on it. It's an amazing <laughs> album. So that was in my honorable. And then um, I think that might have been it. Okay. I think yeah. that's it. All right. That's my honorables. I like those. Yeah. They're kind of like weird because so, I was thinking albums, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to listen to the Tarzan now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy, well, Nate, what's your honorables? Uh, you guys mentioned a couple of them. Um, also, Matchbox is definitely an honorable mention. Good stuff. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Uh, just 90s all over that. That also reminds me of Blues Traveler. Yeah. yeah. Blues yeah. Traveler yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Uh, Let's see who else. Oh, dude, an album that slams, if you want to talk about albums, Heart in Motion by Amy Grant. Really? Yeah. Baby, baby. Oh, yeah. So good, bro. Dude, another thing on like being extremely <laughs> sheltered, my parents didn't listen to a lot of pop music. It's not a band. So, like, I had to find but, a lot yeah. of music later, too, just like the TV. Yeah. And my mom had that uh, tape cassette. cassette? And yeah. it was like the only secular uh, like right. yeah, that she would play, and it wasn't even fully secular. She was like, <laughs> she was like kind of crossover. Yeah. So my mom would play it. And um, is that the Joni Mitchell cover of "Put Up a Parking Lot" song? Is that on yeah. that record? I think I'm so. pretty sure it's on that yeah. one. Great song. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Awesome. But since you mentioned Garth, I was like, oh, oh yeah. Amy, yeah, 
But that was well, like, I could actually sit here for an hour and, oh, and yeah. list 90s country bands. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. To me, that's like yeah. primetime country. Yep. But anyway, so time for number one? Time for number one. Mr. Wes, what is your number one 90s band? I'm going to go with one that I feel like one of you guys is going to do. I, I think. Okay. Okay. But I also feel like I could see you guys not choosing this band. Um, yeah. Oasis. Ooh. And when you listen, to me, I think I put them number one because they hit all the criteria for me. Like They, they have so many hits. And then when I sure. think of them, I think of the 90s. Yeah, you have For to. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to. into the thousands, but like I think of them in that time frame. And then I also just, what's the story Morning Glory? Album, I've just yeah. wow, I listen yeah. to the album so much. <laughs> that's Good a covered nice song. So that's, nice that's my number one. Awesome, man. Nice. Well, Cooley. Dave Matthews, man. Dave Matthews. <laughs> I I was like, this has to be on your list. Yeah, because you you love Dave. Matthews. I yeah, I started listening to Dave Matthews and and when uh, their first album came out, and then sadly I stopped listening to him at. After the nineties, <laughs> <laughs> but I go back to those records and just like it's just super nostalgia for me. Yeah, uh, before these crowded streets is probably my favorite. Mm. Just a lot of good stuff and just well, and, and as Carter a drum, goes nuts as a drummer. Know. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carter Beaufort, he just like he put drumming back on the map for me. Because I was just kind of like I didn't I wasn't like listening to like a lot of drummers back then, who were you know different like him. So and then when I heard Ants Marching, I was just like, who is this dude? Yeah. And and when I was in in Virginia in high school, and I was just like, I okay, I'm I'm sold. There there are literally very few drummers that I could pick out, like mm. without knowing sure. John John Bonham. Yeah, he was a thing that is like. Pfft. Nobody sounds like he was him. a monster. Yeah, Carter. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, Travis Barker like him or dislike. Yeah, him. you could pick him out. Yeah, that dude invented that style. Yeah. of drumming. And yeah, he's very very good at. And now oh, yeah. pop punk post Travis Barker, y'all all sound like Travis. Yeah, which by the way, you should if you're going to stick to that style. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. he kind of invented. Follow his lead. But I could pick him out like no problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But dude, it's kind of hard to pick out drummers outside of those ones that sure. I just named. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even the best. Yeah. Players that yep. just it's how do you stick out? Yeah. You know? yeah. Anyway, that could be a whole different episode. Sure. <laughs> Good choice. Um time for my number one. Mm -hmm. My number one, third eye blind. Nice. Man, did I love I this. like it. I just when it comes on, yeah, I'm the happiest person that has ever walked. <laughs> I love it so much. It's like, uh, and it's that it's their debut album. Yeah, um, I think it might just be self self titled. Self titled, yeah. Mm. Like every song, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is such good music. And yeah. it's, I think for me, I liked the music itself. Like I liked a lot of the guitar riffs, but honestly, it was the dude's melodies. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't grasp how he was coming up with these melodies like sometimes it's just like straight up rap and i'm yeah. like but then but you don't ever visualize it as rap mm -mm. no you're just like this dude is just his melodies are insane and they were so happy even though his lyrics were not he had like yeah. melancholy lyrics or like dysfunctional lyrics hmm. but for some reason yeah. you're like 
this is the best day of my life, you know? And I think that had a lot to do with his melodies and, of course, their chord structures and stuff like yeah. that. But like, yeah, for sure. But I think 90s, that just, it's that album. Dude, big time. Like, that, 100%, that is, yeah. That's my number one. Yeah, so, for sure. That's solid. Well done, fellows. I like it. And I specifically chose the Rushmore 90s because you were coming on because I was like, I think that would be, mm-hmm. I think you would contribute greatly yeah and you have sure i feel like that was a good diverse number one round yeah between yeah. the three of hard us. to do yeah it's hard yeah. to do mm-hmm. it's hard to do covered some different bases you're about to perform for us and i remember mm-hmm. in the quarantine we everything was shut down mm-hmm. and i had the idea for us to do a cover and to cover the killer song mm-hmm. what's the song all these things i've done yeah, and it's the one with the bridge that's I got so, but I'm not a soul. And I was like, it'd be cool if we could get multiple people singing in on this. Yeah, and we had a couple ideas. And I was like, I feel like I'm just gonna ask Wes because it would just be. I think his voice would be cool for this. It'd be mm-hmm. a cool vibe. And you did it, man. And you're like out in like by the beach, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, you had the coolest view by far. And that was so cool, man. <laughs> you bet, man. You, re- yeah. I'm sure you had a fun time with all the wind and the audio but i don't really <laughs> I, I, apparently the the phone handled it okay yeah it, yeah it was, i think i was in I a hurry it. i was like well it's done we'll see what he can do with it yeah <laughs> and i got no text back so i was happy i'm yeah. gonna i'll put a clip right here so that people can see it yeah Well, dude, let's uh, let's hear you perform. Let's do it. All right, everyone. Performing today in Atlanta, Georgia, in the legendary Twerk Ethic Studios. Take it away, Mr. Weston T. Hot Hein. <laughs> Take it away, dude. <laughs> Masalina, make me a believer. Won't you come and wash away my pain? If you can't keep me from an early grave, then I'll march myself right down to your base. Said I'll march myself right down to your base. I wanna do right I wanna do right I've been killing myself Looking on the other side of red skies A sailor's delight Cannot believe my eyes When I saw for the very first time It was under blue skies Masalina Make me a believer Won't you come and wash away my pain If you can keep me from an early grave 
myself right down to your banks I travel far and wide I travel far and wide All the way across the northern sea To find something so lovely Cause she shines and she shines Oh, she'll make a man pie If she don't have a name quite yet I think I'll call her mine Marcelina Make me a believer Won't you come and wash away my pain If you can't keep me From an early grave Then I'll march myself right down to your banks Said I'll march myself right down to your banks Said Marcelina, make me a believer Won't you come and wash away my pain yeah. If you can't keep me from an early I'll march myself right down to your banks Said I'll march myself right down to your banks Yeah, I'll march myself right down to your banks Come on, man. Woo! Well done, sir. That was so good, man. Well done. Thank you. You Okay. I know we didn't book you for this, and it's okay if you don't remember it. Do you remember the Atlantic City cover you did by the band? I've covered that one a few times, but I'm trying to remember specifically. Well, I just wanted to hear you play it. That's all I was, oh, I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I seriously like I love that song. It's such a great song. So you wanna yeah. do a bonus song? Yeah. Bonus let's do song, it. let's do it. Dude, that but just God, that was so good. That though. vibe, dude. Thanks, man. I love that vibe. Thank it's, you. Man. It's, it's all your voice. It's yeah. just like Ah, you got <laughs> it. Cool. Thanks, man. Whatever it is, you got it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do that one because it's not out yet, but it's it's like it's about a sort of historical giant from the Panama City area. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, Jeremy will like this. One. I, I, I do it. like it. Was it Masalina? Yeah. So the Masalina. I don't know if we're recording this or if you want to add this. No. Go. Yeah. We'll put this in. It's the Masalina Bayou. Um, which the song is written about is an area just north of like um, downtown Panama City. Yeah. But it was like one of the, from what I understand, early spots that people came to in Bay County, Mm. modern day Bay County. And this guy, um, Jose Masalina, who the song's about and the bayou's named after, he was a a Spanish merchant marine in like the 1800s who basically saw in his travels what was modern day, at that time, Bay County. Um, or not Bay County at that time, whatever it was, unincorporated, and, and was like, I want to leave this life to start a life here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was actually one of the first black guys to settle in the area. Oh. Ended up, uh, he married a, I think a lady from Georgia brought a bunch of black families down, mm-hmm. settled in Bay County, mm-hmm. and uh, he lived to be 112. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. And his son was like 104. So they're kind of like Bay County legends. <laughs> yeah, I like Lord. this song already even more now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I um I know this song originally written by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. But 
uh, it was made popular to me by the band. Uh, yeah. And mm. I heard you singing it. I'm like, I didn't even know people knew this song anymore. Yeah. And so if you would do a bonus song, I, I like. I'd Let's do awesome. it, man. Bonus. Do it. bonus. I might pull up the lyrics here because yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm going to miss verses. I think I know them. Bonus good. applause. Yeah. And just, I, I really uh, sprung this on Wes. So if he messes up, that's my fault. It's on um, Jeremy. This is him trying to do yeah. it from memory. But I think I know the first verse. I'm just going to scroll down to here. It just turned into mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> They blew up the chicken man Philly last night They blew up his house too Down on the boardwalk Getting ready for a fight Gonna see what them rocket boys can do Now there's trouble busting in From out of state And the TA can't get no Gonna be a ramble on the promenade. The gambling commissioner is hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in LA. Got a job, put my money away. I got the kind of debt that no honest man can pay. So I drew out what I had from the Central Trust. Bought us two tickets on that cold city bus. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. Maybe everything we die someday. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Now our luck may have died, our love may be cold, but we Sand turns to gold, so put your stockings on, cause it might get cold. Oh, everything dies, baby, that's a fact. Maybe everything that dies someday comes back. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Got a job, put my money away. I 
got the kind of debt that no honest man can pay. So I drew out what I had from the Central Trust and bought us two tickets on that cool city bus. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact. Everything that dies someday comes back again. Put your makeup on, fix your hair up pretty. Meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Now, Would you meet me tonight? Oh, meet me tonight. Mm. Well done. My goodness, dude. Uh, that was like, that was for me. I, I <laughs> Actually, it's like one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. And you did mm. it justice, bro. It, it, or if you're singing it, you know, down in Panama City Beach at the end, it's, meet me tonight in Panama City. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, yeah. Actually, my, right. my favorite lyric is, I got the kind of debt that no honest man can pay. I just. <sighs> it hits, man. What a lyric. Mm. Oh, He's man. my favorite of. Of the band guys, yeah. Levon Helm, yeah. the one who sung that yeah. song. He's nice. amazing, dude. Drummer, too, actually. Drummer singer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been compared to the guy from Augustana? I have before, actually. Yeah, one other time. Yeah, it depends Somebody on like, what you're singing, but like that that song in particular, you just got kind of like that Americana sort of yeah. vibe, yeah. which is a huge compliment. I think they were great. I Thanks, don't know what man. they're doing now, but back in the day, they were. Yeah, that, really that first big record was all, so great. So many good yeah. songs on it. Well, dude, we, we need to wrap it up, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Hopefully yeah. you have too. It was awesome. It was okay. <laughs> but It was fun. I was bored at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we think, well, driving from Florida too, that's a huge thank you, man. It's so cool yeah. of you to, to do that for us. And glad you're here, man. Glad, glad we got to hang out again. It's been a while. It has, man. So yes. it was good to see you. It feels kind of big time too because like, you were one of the stops on your tour. Like, we were one of the stops on your tour. It's like... The right? twerk show, man. Yeah, Twerk man. ethic, baby. It's freaking awesome. Heck dude. yeah, man. No, and, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. And I, um, I'm a big fan of the pod. Been listening. And I, I told my wife, Lily, too, one quick story before I go is yeah. uh, when there was a period of time for about a year where whenever I'd answer the phone, if it was a buddy calling, they'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, working and twerking. And when you all came out... <laughs> <laughs> with the name the twerk ethic show i'm like i love it i'm already bought it that's awesome dude very cool well it's uh it's been great yep. you've been one especially you like doing that song just without mm -hmm. even being prepared i appreciate that because that was just so good that's it that vibe where uh windows rolled down and yeah driving along the car i was just like yeah that's it right there man yeah yeah it's so good well what we do cool at the vibe. end of every episode is coolly takes us out mm -hmm. from a city uh as if they're saying it uh, like it's authentic, but it's totally not. So take us out of here. Well, uh, once again, thanks, Wes. And as they, as our friends in Butts County, Georgia, mm. says, Good people. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that thing up? <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>